jokes on you so let's go episode nine this is the most excited i've been in a long time because i think this is the first like fully stacked agenda that we've ever had so it should go a lot smoother it's actual material yeah we're going nuts so i actually want to kick this off um i brought this up to some of our buddies a couple weeks ago but um you and i are i have our friends and probably anyone i know we're the, or maybe in the history of the world, they're in athletics. We're the only two people to win sportsmanship Sports, awards. Sportsmanship awards. Dual sportsmanship awards, two different ones in the same graduating class during a senior high school athletics graduation ceremony. Who knew it could be done? I've never okay. heard of it before. Did you know that you have a bond that's probably worth $250 <laughs> USD? It's maturing. Yeah, it's probably made like $10 by now. I cash mine in and college i was like you know what mom's isn't hooking me up this month <laughs> i have no idea where mine is uh I, I my mom was like i'll send you that bond i was like all right i think i got 50 bucks and that got me through three dollar thursday to sunday there you go crushed it so yeah so you will in high school i don't know about yeah the, the will athletic, high school or the athletic association one, one of mine mine was from like the wilton athletic club or one of one of ours was and the other one was from like the wilton like sporting club right whatever those mean who have been going at it for years i think back in the 1800s they used to do those like back-to-back like walk 10 paces duels and so this is like a long lineage of sportsmanship and that's the ultimate sportsmanship not turning around early on a 10 pace count and shooting the guy with his back <laughs> the ultimate sportsmanship. that's where it grew from so we're celebrating that. We're representing that now. And I think they'd be pretty proud of us. Especially you. You have a doorman. Sportsman to this day. Oh, yeah. So we have that. I'm on a plaque, which I uh, brought up in Yuppie Junk. When you walk into Wilton High School, I don't know if whatever club yours was from. I, sh- I fucking I should have Googled it to actually know which ones we were on. We're going to go back. Mine's make, on make a plaque. The I'm the first one on the plaque. Like That was it. They are like, all right, here we go. We're doing plaques now. Uh, Crane's digging into some pita chips, veggie medley, and supremely spicy hummus. Uh, supremely spicy or bust. You can't see it. Evan also makes uh, cork bags of his homemade trail mix. He buys all the different components, Kirkland from Costco, yeah. and he shakes it up together. Now, you're you're only on one bag. When we started this podcast, you had like four or five out here. If you saw the shop on Carl on Amazon, there's probably a good nine pounds of... Uh, Various premium grade <laughs> nuts. nut varieties. It's got to it out. So yeah. what's new, man? Tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. <laughs> You've been going to the shore every weekend. You travel for work. Yeah. Your shore house ends Labor Day weekend's the last weekend. That's right. I'm kind of, you know what? I think we're at that point starting to get ready for fall. Are you sick of it already down there? I'm not sick of it. I'm just like, it's, you know, 
I'm the weather's been hot. You jump in the water. You do it 50 times, 100 times, and you're like, okay, I've got it out of my system. You know, the, the reason you get there in the first place is because you're sick of the cold in the winter. Yeah. Jesus, let me get out of here. And now it's finally kind of out of my system. Well, because... I'm okay being here now. And yeah, any neighborhood you live in New York City, whether you go out in that, like, pocket where the bars are, you go to other places, you typically, even though it's a huge place, you kind of always end up in the same bars every right. weekend. So that's, like, monotonous. And then you go down there, and you're like, this is awesome. We got a whole new setup, meet some new people. But I can see that gang like pretty because you're going from like what Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend, right? Exactly. So when you're not doing whatever else you're doing, you're there. But no, you nailed it. Like there, there's there's a select set of bars down there, and they're they're fun. But you do them weekend after weekend after weekend, and eventually you're uh, you're ready for fall. You're sick of it. Yeah, you're not sick of it, but you're like, okay, I think I've I'm ready to move on until next year. Yeah. Okay. You've, I understand this so far. You've burned enough bridges. And by bridges, I mean you've either hooked up with a girl and her friend and they don't like you guys anymore, so you lose <laughs> that crew. You're tired of the – it's a regular schedule. I probably – I have like severe ADD, so anything gets very monotonous to me and, and bothers me a lot. So that would happen to me. I'm also very fair skinned. So the beach is not my like weather. Like you were saying fall, I get very sweaty too. Though that's been killing me. This week's been like pretty dry. It's been hot temperature wise, but it hasn't been like super humid, which been is nice. Bearable. I'm not dying up at uh, 68th street, Hunter college station <sighs> sweating. I stopped bringing my backpack to work. Cause I'm like, that just makes it worse. Like I get like the strap sweat, the strap um, and like weird stains. back spots. Yeah. Strap stains. So that's what gets me. And um, yeah, I've been I've been powering through it. So fall's my favorite season. Um, just for I love college football. Love. I think it's the best day drinking weather because it's not like the sun beating down on you and you're sweating, but it's like comfortable to be outside. It's not like the winter. Right. There's two full months of that between Labor Day and when it's too cold yeah i think it starts day drinking probably stops like if if it's a warmer like november you probably could get into like early december but like most of the time you're like done by thanksgiving you're like yo fuck this when the sun starts going down earlier yeah then you're just looking forward to moral day next year oh yeah exactly right back and then you're already and then for those fucking houses you already start planning in like january so it's a big loop all over again yeah that's exactly right i mean once once uh labor day comes around it's like oh what are you doing for new year's it's like fuck i forgot about new year let's just avoid it like the plague i'm not a new year's guy i've we've all done it um were you with us when we did it for like causes denison i don't think so Was it was here yeah i forgot where it was yeah. in, like, meatpacking somewhere. Was... Well, if you're not familiar, if you're somehow from out of New York, yeah. of our, uh, both of our listeners out there, <laughs> there are, um, most of the bars and places that you're used to going in the city on any given weekend suddenly become five-star uh, nightclub destinations, uh, becomes world-class nightlife all of a sudden on New Year's for all the people, all the tourists, all of a sudden you have quote-unquote world-class DJs and all of a sudden it's a it's a ticketed event to get in and it costs a hundred dollars a ticket 150 dollars a ticket and all of a sudden you feel like an alien and something that used to be 
either uh, you know a regular destination or neighborhood bar. So it's like yeah. it's like the shittiest, weirdest feeling. And meanwhile, everything's crowded. It's like it, you've seen a girl throw open a pint glass of. at that bar. Yeah, yes, and now yeah. you're paying 120 dollars for a two hour <laughs> open bar because there's a champagne right. toast. And That's right. There's a champagne hors d'oeuvres, and I don't need this open bar. No, you don't. Um, and our buddy Max Collins who owns a bar in upstate Connecticut will let you know that the premium liquor that you're buying, you're already, so classic white people thing, um, is to pregame to things that you're going to have like an open bar for. Right. So not only do you have like an, a set amount of time where you don't have to pay for anything unless you want to tip like a nice person, uh-huh. um, you're getting like pretty drunk before then. Right, you're 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 pre-gaming to you tell yourself you're trying to like maybe maybe save money, but it's mostly to lower your inhibitions and get rid of your social anxieties before <laughs> yeah, you see yeah. hundreds of people. Yeah, you're say whatever you want to say. Weeks or months, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's really why you're doing it. And then by the time you get there, you're a total train wreck. Yeah, and the next like, morning, <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh shit, I remember like an hour of that." Maybe yeah. we were there for four hours. And by inhibitions, it's also like I don't really. Like, maybe I'll be more comfortable wearing this shirt. Like, if you're a girl, like, you know, pump yourself up a little bit. You're a guy. I don't really wear pink that often. Maybe I'll do it. Um, so, anyway, so, yeah. So, you're wasted by the time you get there. And you can't tell, but you paid for – I don't drink vodka, but you paid for, like, Grey Goose, which – if I do drink vodka, I'll drink Tito's. But you're paying for Grey Goose open bar, and apparently it's just, like – if you look, they'll have, like, a full wall of, like, goose – and like other stupid shit, but they're all like not none of them are sealed, so it's just like well liquor. Apparently. Like, wait, that's a concept. Yeah, they're selling you stuff off the rail, and you can't taste because you're wasted already. So you have no idea. And then uh, if it's New Year's, maybe you're uh, doing some other stuff that you might have never done before, and uh, now you're all fired up, and you have no idea what's going on. So you got a whole bunch of factors. <laughs> New Year's overrated. If you could get a good crew of friends together. If you get, like, a group of, like, 20-something people and you can have, like, a party that way. Or, like, if someone has, like, a ski house or something, that always sounds pretty fun. That kind of stuff is usually the way to go, in two, my opinion. Two years ago, we had a bunch of friends from school. We went out to the Poconos, rented this huge house, went skiing, bought a ton of booze, good booze, good food, made our own food in some cases. And at the end of it, we were, like, it's like a four-day trip, and it was less than these ticket party nights. Yeah. It's like just the moral. The moral story there was just get out of town. You don't have to rent a fucking car. Like you guys split gas. That'll from here to the Poconos. You only need one tank on a normal car, right? And then yeah, no rent. Like for the weekend or not rent, but like yeah, whatever. Like hotel fees and then unless you're unless you're a VIP or your name is somehow. Uh, on the t- your name is on the ticket unless you are the entertainment and you're that big of a deal. It's not. Worth it's it. it's not really worth it to be in the city. That's that's a little insider secret. I agree. Unless you're watching the ball drop. Because yeah. if you're watching the ball drop, there's not really going to be anyone there. It's Times Square. Like nobody goes to Times Square. <laughs> It'll be fine. It's not freezing cold. So <laughs> there's plenty of bathrooms, plenty of place to yeah. take, take refuge. Yeah. They don't block, they don't do like security grids where you like can't get off at that subway stop and you gotta go back down. So like, no, that kind of stuff happens. It's, it's great fun. 
if you couldn't tell, we're being completely facetious. There's people off, you have to pee on your own toes. There's nowhere to go to the bathroom. You can't even get out of there onto the subway. You and can't Ryan cross. Seacrest is judging you <laughs> from his stage. <laughs> from up on high. And you can't even, wait, you can't even like cross Fifth Ave, I think it is. It's yeah, like, it was weird. You can't get near it. Not it, that you really want to. But. Is when we were in college when we did that, Um, not, we didn't go to the ball drop, but we went to like go eat somewhere in Midtown because we were fucking idiots. And um, no one knew where to go yet. And, yeah, we had to, like, there was all these, like, grids. Jimmy was like, I interned for Bronx DA, so I'll tell all the cops that. Like, dude, they don't give a fuck, (laughs) Jimmy. So, he'll tell you that he got us through some checkpoints, but that's just not true because they're letting them all through there. All right. First topic I want to bring up. Um, I'm not a rich man by any means, but I like to spend a lot of money on underwear. Oh. Boxers and socks, but mostly boxers. And some people might call me crazy, and I understand the rationale because if you buy like a hundred pairs of fucking, I don't wear boxer briefs, I only wear boxers, but I'm sure you could get cheap ones. But I know you get like a fucking million pack of shitty ones from Walmart, and now's the perfect season where it's like, God, oh, just sweat through these and throw these in the garbage, throw on a fresh pair, <laughs> like you're fine. Alan Iverson. Yeah, I don't like to do that. That's like, I don't wear watches, so like the nice boxers are like my watch. There you go. It's impressive. Not that like if you get down to your boxers, like that you're probably with a girl, you're probably gonna have sex. But like that's their like last impression of you. So it's like, all right, that guy's like some nice. That's the last chance. He takes to back care out. of himself. The that's last actually chance to true too. <laughs> you better, better present something nicely. That's a great point. But you know what? It, it's about performance too. It's gotta be. It's gotta you know hold everything together. Are you there's, a briefs guy? There's a uh, yeah, I'm a briefs guy. I'm box. I'm flying. I'm flopping all over the place down there. If it wasn't for like pants being more like uh, higher inseams and more tight, I'd be fucking just waving yeah. in the breeze. But. And you can't have things rolling up and folding up. There's too much extra material and all this, that, and the other. Yeah. So my... First time, first time you invest, you're like, you know what? It was worth it. On a good pair? Yeah, yeah. I know people who buy, like, this super expensive, like, Calvin Klein brief. I wear, like... But they're not even necessarily good. You don't buy the brand. I remember I bought, like, uh... I guess theirs are good. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, I buy, like, I specifically like, like, medium-sized Finger Vines boxers. I like those. There's no button on them, so you don't have to, like, because I'm, like, if I use boxers with a button, I'll button them back up. So every time to take a piss, I'll, which I, I pee a lot when I drink because I drink beers. Naturally. Horrible. And uh, then that, you have to unbutton it. It's You're just, like, you know, you're playing, you're testing fate. I don't want to do that. But um, I like those, and then... Polo makes pretty nice ones. So I mostly have Vineyard Vines boxers, but I have a lot of polo ones. And I, had good I polo just ones. like those ones. Yeah. The other reasoning, my other rationale is, think about this. So you're at work, whether you're like super high up or not, but you're like, you're in a room, whether you're like with a client or like with other guys in the company that you're like competing with, you know that you have more expensive underwear, better taste, and better clothes on than those fucking guys. 
Because you have nice boxers or boxer briefs on, and those fucking bums have shitty fruit of the loom <laughs> boxers on. So you already have a mental edge going into like a presentation or like a uh, public speaking, sales right? pitch. It's public speaking. Yeah, yeah. Imagine everyone's in their underwear, and you have the nicest. <laughs> you have the best. You ones. have the best ones. You are way better. Oh man! So you have that. So now, like you know, when you get a little nervous during something, you know, just think about it. Like I care more about how I look and. I am more impressive than them because of my underwear. So I don't know how you feel about buying expensive underwear. I understand why people don't. I like buy ch- cheap other shit. I can't think of off the top of my head, but like, you know what? Not clothes, but I'll buy like cheap, like it's a in- fucking microwave or something, like appliances. Like I'm not. I'll be like, give me that shitty refrigerator. It's a. It's a. It's how long it'll last too. You buy. You buy the cheap boxers, and then it's you know. You're active. You're walking around, walking a lot of miles. <laughs> so you're, active. You're hitting the bricks in the city, move, <laughs> moving and shaking. Next thing you know, a few months later, that new pair is is shriveled up. It's got holes in it. It's fraying. Total, total garbage. You got to throw it away. So, so do, your expensive ones are gonna last longer. You know, this is it's just math. They do, but I'll give you this like the business. They literally Vineyard Vines boxers last like almost exactly a year. Like I'll inevitably rip. A pair of boxers, and this is the worst part about the thirty-dollar pair of boxers or like twenty-five dollars, whatever they are, is when you fucking rip them and you want to like fire your television through the wall because you're <laughs> so mad. Like I catch my toe on either like the bottom, like on the leg where the seam is, um, or like the dick hole, and just like rip a hole in them, Ugh. and you're just like, you motherfucker, and it, it's. That's where it doesn't pay off, but then you just go buy new ones because you're, you know, that used to cashing out Goldman Sachs. <laughs> that used to happen to me a lot. I would, you'd either like lunge or take like two steps at once, or it's inevitable. You make too athletic of a move <laughs> in your non-athletic boxer shorts. You're an athletic stance. In the boxers are in trouble. Yeah, they just came back from laundry, but yeah, they do get like worn out. So especially like if you catch them the wrong way, because you feel it. Even if you can't hear it, you feel it. It's like oh no, because they're not as comfortable and they're brand new for sure. So like six months in, they're like soft. It's like a pair. It's like sheets or something. They peak. They broke them in. Yeah. And yeah. Then you start ripping them. So that that was my whole uh, spiel about underwear and uh, if. If you're looking for a little edge on people at work or, like, your boss or something, just get some fucking nice underwear. Don't get crazy socks like a Euro and get your, like, suit-tailored short so everyone sees your idiot socks. Don't oh, that's the worst. I was just want to ask guys, you know, where's the rest of your suit? Where'd it, where'd it <laughs> yeah. go? Like, that, I don't know. Maybe that was cool for a little while. No, it's I never think cool. It's, it's, already, never it's cool. already gone. Like, get a get nice, it. like, slim-cut, tailored timeless. suit. Get something Timeless. Make it make it last. Make, make it, it last. Make sure that you work out, not like me, so that you have to wear it for a long time. It always looks good. I know what you're saying. All right. What I wanted to get into next was um, I have a buddy of mine who I used to work with, and we'll like on, we're on G Chat still. And uh, you know, like if you listen, me and Crane are obsessed with white trash things. Oh yeah, garbage people. Oh yeah, big time. Huge fan of garbage people. Garbage people behavior. I think this episode is going to be heavy on that. So uh, if it hits a little Bring too close to home to anyone, don't worry because like some of these things hit close to home to me. <laughs> don't let me fool you. We've all been in a lot of different places. Don't let me fool you. Um, 
so I so what we do, me and this kid are just like on G Chat like every couple weeks we'll like come up with a new one of these and it's uh white trash ways to die. So <laughs> yes. Ryan Shaw came up with the first one and then we've just been like rattling them off first. So I'll do the I'll do the first one. So the first number one, number one white trash way to die. Drinking yourself to death at an NFL game. <laughs> Not a tailgate, but bringing hard liquor in so you have to drink like a, a whole handle to your face and just dying in the seats. Is there, is there a stipulation that these have to have actually happened or you're just coming – just coming? No, it's just what okay. you think. They probably what would the have headline, What would the headline look? Okay. What would the headline be? Yeah. I think you would just be like New York Post just like – it'd be like personal foul. <laughs> Man drinks himself to that, but they always have like a better like noun for. It. I always see those, and I think that's too good for one person to be coming up with all these. There's either one headline genius, or there's a oh, whole they have a whole team of writers coming up with the headlines because they're so they're cheesy, so but they're good. like so they're right they there. Bite, they bite, they, they hit hard. <laughs> they do. So yeah, number one white trash way to die: drinking yourself to death at an NFL game. Because there's nothing sadder than just. Oh, man. Just drinking so much. Not that you throw up, but that your body just shuts down and either you die from hypothermia or something else and no one's checking on you because they're so drunk. Not in good seats either. Not in good seats. You're in the fucking 300 level. You just died in hard plastic in the cold or like on the cement by it. Because they turned you on your side because I guess maybe you were throwing up and they don't want you to suffocate, but you died anyway. I got one that's kind of sad, kind of unfortunate. I think it would be a little bit white trash maybe. Go ahead. But would be to drown in the pool at the end of a water slide. Of a water oh, slide. that was on my list. That was on your list. Oh, not that exact one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say drowning in the wave pool at a water slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on the same page. Oh, no. So you, yours is funnier because I think the, the wave pool thing is – Kind it's of funny. A, such a small pool, and there's yeah. someone staring right at you, a lifeguard. But you, yeah, drowning at the end of a water slide because you can't swim very well. Oh, oh no. Keep God. going. Let's hear about it. No, I mean, what it's kind just, of slide is it? Is it's, it there's it's got, got a bunch of turns. It's got a bunch of... Oh, man. Is that would be even better because there's an inflatable device. Like, you got off to get out, and you just drowned that way. You tried to, like, stand up to pull, like, a special move on your tube. You tried to you tried to be all <laughs> fancy, and you fell off. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad that you just said that. We had – we both we both had water park. So, yeah, any way uh, you die in a water park, excluding that kid who got, like, decapitated on a water slide. Did you see that? Mm. It's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but. Yeah, it's nervous laughter. It's nervous laughter. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, yeah. But any besides that, any kind of, like, because there are bars at water parks. If you walk around, they have those, like, tiki huts, and there's someone, like, you got to look for them, right? Shit. It's, like, yeah, family friendly. Like, yeah. But it's, like, we got booze if you really need. Yeah. It's, like, if got, you really need a drink. We got you, Mom. There's a lot of kids that you don't want to watch. What else? All right, so that's so that's one. That's two. So we've been through two. This one is very specific. All right. So let's say it's like December, January, February. Um, you heroin overdose on a rocky beach. Oh my in the winter. god! Very rocky beach by the water. And uh, they found you because you're usually doing heroin, so your family's worried about you. They pull up, and your car in the parking lot is still running, and the door's open. Um, it's probably like an 89 
Um, <laughs> this is very specific. Some kind of Asian model car, sedan. The uh, driver's side door is open. It's still going, bing, 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 <laughs> bing. You got your, so descriptive. Uh, there's like, you're, you're already like, um, shooting dope. So like, there's like a trail of like your cigarettes fell out of your pocket and the box is on the ground in the parking lot and then a couple cigarettes fell out and then you're on the rocky shore. This sounds like a, like a TLC episode of some depressing show about like, it's a sport red car too. hours, but like a sport red, like Mazda, like very late 80s model vehicle. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's some it's kind a TLC of, show. It's just totally yeah. dark. So that's, I mean, that's dark, but that's just, I'm sorry that I exactly painted picture. And they're like, oh, no, they're looking for you. And then it's, like, it's too late. It's very white trash to do that to your family. That's number three. Heroin overdose on a rocky beach. Number four. Drag racing. <laughs> In uh, any neighborhood, if you're from Connecticut, it'd probably be somewhere in the valley, like Shelton or like Derby or like one of those, Ansonia, where there's like really straight streets, drag racing and just getting like an accident, like hitting a pole or something and just you're dead. I thought, I thought you were going to say- You probably also like, do heroin there too. I thought you were going to say like the, the new um, the new main event at a monster truck rally, <laughs> which is what- so, so Jimmy Catch and I one time, this is related to monster trucks since we're talking about racing. If you can even combine those two categories, I'm just going to foray. I've been to anyway. monster trucks before. I'm just going to George those. and my brother Brendan who didn't want to come record tonight. He'll be back. Oh, yeah. We're going to get him back on. <clears throat> so so uh, one of the alumni um, from our fraternity at Delaware um, runs, I don't know if he owns it or he runs part of it, and it, whatever. Besides the point, uh, beer vending at stadiums. So he has the link where the Eagles play, and he has FedEx where the Redskins play. Yeah. And uh, every event, not just football. So um, he would just send emails to all of us at random times, like, hey, I got an event this weekend. Whoever wants to work it, shoot me a text. So Jimbo was in Delaware one weekend, and I get the text, and I'm laughing. I'm like, hey, Jim, we could go do beer vending. I was just, I was joking. I thought you guys worked an NFL game. Monster trucks. I mean, I I had I oh, worked NFL games, but, oh. like, but the particular weekend he was there, what you know, I get the text and I go and we're halfway there, and I'm expecting it to be a soccer game because it was like it was kind of summertime, it was pre-season, um, but some of the soccer started, and uh, we get there and I'm looking around and the crowd is looking not quite like a soccer crowd. It's looking a little more. <laughs> A little more jean shorts and rural type of crowd and ponytails and tattoo type crowd. And uh, we get closer and I hear this just loud, like, engine racing type sound. And I'm like, Ted, what the fuck? What is this? We get closer. It is a monster truck rally. So we're beer vending at a monster truck rally. And it was bar none the worst tip crowd on planet Earth. You're not getting a tip. I had a, I had that a lady. That beer's nine fifty. You're getting nine dollars and fifty cents. That's had, it. Yeah, I had a lady buy like two beers, and they, you know they're like eight bucks a pop or something like that. I, I don't remember what the exact change was, but I remember owing her like a quarter, maybe. You know, they weren't exactly on the dollar. And I just slowly walked away. I'm like, okay, maybe I won't have to fish all this change out, and she'll just give me a quarter tip instead of nothing. Yeah. And she chased me three three sets of stairs up. Oh, I was like, oh, my 
God. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that, that was different. <laughs> so that was the day we worked at a monster truck rally. That, um, all in all, it was probably the first and, and I can't remember any other monster truck rally I've been to in my whole life. I went, I went to one of the harbor yards, which was hilarious. But I was going to say, there's some parts of Maryland that are very redneck. By like Pennsylvania. Oh, there's yeah. also you. Oh, yeah. You went to school in Newark, Delaware. From oh, what I recall yeah. you telling me it gets very uh, white trash down there. Sure well. does. So, hey, right I, mean, I mean, if you knew ahead of time, I thought you were going to tell me that about like someone dying there. So that's good. Oh that's no, 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 that was a racing. that's number five that was a racing though. Foray. Dying, a monster truck dying at a monster truck show at an NFL stadium. Right. That's number five. So memorialize you. Yeah, and then getting an airbrush T-shirt that your family wears at a family reunion <laughs> that has you on it, and then when they take the family reunion picture, someone holds up like your high school picture <laughs> of when you're like leaning on like a log with your hand on your elbow. That's white trash. Well, they point to a tattoo of it even better. Oh, somebody's got a tattoo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're horrible people. That's not. No, anyway. no we're not. <laughs> I paid way too much money for out-of-state school for someone to tell me I'm a bad person for making fun of people like this. Okay. I have All a right. piece of paper that costs thousands and thousands of dollars okay. that I don't even have yet. I don't have my diploma. No one sent it to me, by the way. Yeah, special order it. I think because I owe them, I think I owe Indiana like one hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Like one, like, cre- not even a credit. Like <laughs> yeah, they're like no, you like, like a library fee. Yeah, like you owe this. You parked illegally. Oh my god! So, well, I thought I stole that parking pass out of that professor's open car window, and I should be <laughs> exempt from that. Yeah, That's on okay. him, sir. All right, so that was top white trash ways to die. We did five of them. Uh, we could forever. Not forever, but going on the show, we can do more white trash stuff that you can think yeah, of. Yeah, that's a, that's an open book. We'll just let that always go on because I got the right more. way to use open book. We'll we'll come back if there's more of that because yeah, we could always do lists. But I think like just doing white trash things. Like here's another white trash thing. This doesn't even it doesn't matter where you're from. You can be white trash. Don't think like we're from Fairwood County. You could do white I trash went, things. I went on a weekend Halloween vacation with our family and like cousins. Should my family's from Long Island too? To Salem, Massachusetts. It's a white trash vacation. Oh, Halloween, let's go up to Salem. Yeah, no, no. Salem, I don't know. Anyone, if you're from, like, near Boston, Salem's a dump. And um, <laughs> it's a joke. It's a terrible place. They have those, like, interactive haunted houses. They couple those. They do ghost tours. But mostly it's just, like, a, a very, like, um, shady Boston suburb. It's, like, not nice. So... <laughs> What I was saying is, um, so white trash thing um, is t-shirts from weird family vacations. So if you like roll up, yes, if you roll up in uh, a Salem, Massachusetts crew neck sweatshirt because it's November and you're in like fifth grade, that's just a huge, huge red flag to all everyone in your class. About how much money your parents don't have, <laughs> and you went to Salem, so that goes along with a Bush Gardens T-shirt, <laughs> Six Flags, Six Flags, any of those. You have any? Uh, any? My favorite is when you go to Jersey Turnpike rest stop and they're selling Ooh. T-shirts. The New Jersey Turnpike. They're selling beach T-shirts and they're not on the beach. Yeah, <sighs> the fact that they're selling T-shirts at all. 
It's like a it's a white T-shirt with like a uh, there's some sand and it like kind of looks like you're facing the ocean. They have like an umbrella in it, maybe sunglasses and like flip flops. Oh, that's even fancier than I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the one that just has the green outline of the state on it. Ooh, what exit, bro? What exit, bro? <laughs> so th- this reminds me of in high school, our senior year, we went for our spring break. On a trip to Disney World. Oh my god. Where we played lacrosse. And at the end of the trip, we got a surprise gift, which is a t-shirt memorializing the trip. And on the back, all it says is 2008 Florida trip. No further details. Do you remember that? I don't That was what that. it said on the back. It just says 2008 Florida trip. Why didn't I get one? Is that because I was on the second train and shit? Because we got... So what happened was there was a huge oh snowstorm. God, I forgot about that. There was a huge snowstorm, so we had to stay an extra night. Then we flew from Orlando to D.C. Then we went to D.C. Like, wherever you land, like Reagan to Union Station in D.C. Yep. There's plenty of seats on the first train, but you can't book more than like 20 seats at a time or something. So it was me and five, me and three other kids and fucking Coach Dusky by ourselves because the first group was everyone else. So not only am I pissed that I don't have a Florida trip shirt, this is bullshit and I want one because I have the 07 to the top shirt. To the top. Thanks, Mr. Ingold. Um, there, I didn't even know there was a Florida shirt. I'm floored right now. I can't even think about the rest of the story. I'm so mad. <laughs> Um, so that happened, and then I'm sitting with, like, there's a kid from each grade, and we had to ride up with Cam Dolsky all the way back up. And, like, no one talking. You guys were all, like, packing lips and hanging out and stuff with Digger. Digger. And you got t-shirts, because we must have missed it. I think the t-shirts may have been after the fact, but I just, all I remember is looking at the back. Florida trip. Like, oh, all it says is Florida trip, and no one really knows any further details. No, just, for, no further question. <laughs> Florida trip. Florida trip was like a couple kids stealing handles from um, Epcot and oh, yeah. from like the around the world. And uh, yeah, nothing really cool happened. Um, there, was, there was like one of the younger. Oh, there's cheerleading there going cheerleading on outside camp. our. No, it was the cheerleading national championships for high school. Oh, wasn't even campus championships. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. National right. champs. So we would go out. We were at like the Disney. We played Disney at the Wide World of Sports, but I don't know what the sports hotel or something. I think it was called Disney Sports. So it's really like a motel, but it's like a little bit nicer. Instead of a instead of a courtyard out front, there's just a turf field. Yeah, so Not every even, it's morning just, it's rubberized. There's just teams and teams Floor. of like high school kid girls like practicing cheerleading. So we would right. just go out, sit on the benches, and just like pervert out and stare at them. It's very uncomfortable. Because that's what you do when you're 17. You're yeah. Old. And no one talked to any of these girls the whole weekend. We were with like girls all weekend our age and no one did shit, like little chicken shits. Uh, the kid, the one kid in my room, um, I don't want to drop his name, but he ended up being D1 goalie, was a freshman, and he like was hooking up with a girl because Digger broke his clavicle, so he couldn't like play for the rest of the weekend. Remember using like a sling? Oh, yeah. Um, he was the only one who hooked up with a girl and like got in trouble by their chaperone, so I guess it was a good Think what? Chaperone. That was a crazy trip, man. That was a good time. All right. So, what do I have here? All right. You brought up a good point when we were in Dwayne Reed buying Bud Lights. That I don't remember. They should sell baby wipes slash butt wipes in restrooms. Oh yeah, there's a huge display at the like. You know, like when you're going in the line, when you're about to check out, they have like gum and candy and phone chargers and all the stupid little shit that you either 
forget or you realize you need last second. Or Huge display. You lost, right? So they're trying to like catch you last minute thing on the way out, right? Classic, classic retail tactic, but... <laughs> it's the, in, in addition to all that, there is a huge five foot wide floor to ceiling butt wipe display of of Huggies. They've got you covered. And uh, what was it like forty in a pack for a dollar? And I was saying yeah, they should insane. sell these in the bathroom to desperate people with itchy butts. Yeah, and not only that, I think they should sell those in the dispenser, like single ones. They sell condoms in instead the of I mean, condoms. More likely, yeah. need, who need exactly. Who, you don't use condoms. No one uses condoms. If, if you think you need it, you probably already have it with you. You're probably not going to. Maybe maybe you are. Last minute, the, the no-name brand that's in the bathroom and expired three years ago that no one's heard of. Yeah. Are you going to buy that more likely or butt wipes in a pinch? You're, you're definitely going to go to CVS and get like less sketchy condoms. Second, yeah. I've never bought like the quarter condom. Those I've motherfuckers got to be expired. Thing. And yeah, if you them. get butt wipes from there, a like you're re- at least you're fresh, or b like I could trust a butt wipe out of a dispenser. I can't. If your pullout game strong, <laughs> that's good for cleanup. So you got like two, just they're killing the cotton game. Someone's got pay. I didn't even think ideas. about that. Yeah, you got the you, you know, a, you know. A, a butt wipe is a very versatile uh, tool. Yeah, you're per you're good money with that for sure. All right, well, got that covered. All right. Another thing I want to talk about. So it's the Olympics going on right now. Right. So speaking of condoms, they have like all these tons of condoms and shit because the Olympic Village is like such a huge fuck fest. No one talks about the Paralympic Village and how much crazy sex is going on there. <laughs> yeah. No. I, Who's chaperoning that? Is that paraplegic is that, sex? Isn't that before? It's after. It's after the regular. Race? I think it's in Rio too. So, do they have What's like wheelchair the ramps in all these places? Am I going to hell for this? Damn Was not. this a poorly <laughs> worded joke? No, I mean they they get some action too. Everyone's getting action. Someone's got. Someone's got to get action. Especially like, come you on, know, if you're we're, in a group, we're all people. Do like paraplegics? Are they not attracted to other paraplegics? Kind of like midgets or like guy yeah, like like regular size. I don't know. I think so. What what do you? We were talking about this the other day. The whole the whole uh, little people midget dwarf. Uh, <laughs> there's so many different names, and navigating the political correctness of that is so difficult. It's just I, until this point, it was best just avoided completely. Yeah. And then there's uh, my my roommate's addicted to reality television, so any anything like that is just we had him on right up our alley. We're talking about Big Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Still haven't watched it. He hyped me up, but I never watched. Oh my god, they were watching it last night. But um, I watched a whole hour about is it Little People, Big World, maybe. So I think I think Little People's acceptable, but Midget is big no no. But um, that's what I'm, there's a whole parlance to it. Yeah, and I'm not up on that. That's just, uh, oh, there's different PC terms for, like, Asian and stuff like that. I have enough trouble with that. Well, you could call a carpet oriental. You can't call a person oriental. Ooh. So which, you call, it, which seems kind of weird. Like, they're, like that's, where the, that's the nice carpet. Like, it, it's, not, <laughs> it's not derogatory. It's not. Like, that's the high-end shit. It came on a slow boat from China. The that's the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. Fine China. Can't explain it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that was insane. All right. Uh, the Orient. 
the Orient. That's come on, come on. All right. How long have we been rolling here? All right, eight forty-four. All right, let's cut it off at forty-five. Um, we're, we're, we're moving along. Let's cu- let's cut up. All right, we'll do one more list to finish this out. I'll let you choose because mine was top white trash ways to die. I'm trying to look for. So we were talking about the Olympics earlier. Just to come back, um, in case you've been living under a rock, there uh, about a week ago was a story about Ryan Lochte, one of the American swimmers, um, getting held up at gunpoint by um, a gunman who is posing as Brazilian police down in Rio. So then today and yesterday, I guess this morning, there's headlines coming out that say this whole thing was made up. Unfortunately, it was total BS. And uh, the post has liar, liar, speedo on fire. That's pretty good. Um, from what I'm told, he is is down as rocks. I don't remember any interviews with him, but yeah. it's kind of unfortunate. There's a quote that said, like, you know, this is what happens. All these gringos come down here, and they think they can just get away with whatever they want and just lie about it. Well, yeah, because they're pissed off. Cause our, so they're already getting bad publicity for everything that was going on. I really had never heard, like, I heard, like, some crazy shit about, like, the favelas and stuff, but that can be, like, you can replace Brazil with any, like, South American country and, like, hear those kind of stories. I mean, any yeah, any rough neighborhood of any city around yeah, the world. Yeah, exactly. Even New York City. So, um, but, so they have that, then now it's, like, the Olympics, so you have, like, global media coverage of, like, bad things like that going on. Right. Um, and then, so they're, like, doing like damage control for their own country. Yeah, it's, it's PR. I mean, it's exactly. Yeah. So they have that going on. And then with on top of like a huge superstar who's like on TV and all kinds of shit like that. On, in addition to their cops, like when you're cop, their police being like, you can't come here because like we don't get paid and like no one's going to protect you and that kind of stuff just to people about tourism and then when people getting off the plane they had those huge like everyone covered it like welcome to hell signs and shit yeah yeah so now when you have like a huge guy like that be like i got robbed so then it's like amplified already with media coverage and then for him to be lying because that that's like a personal attack on them like you know what though? How many more times can I say like? But uh, it's it's just personal. If they can get back at him for some thing that he's lying about, it's good for them. Yeah, exactly. This is good for You're them. This draws, shit. this draws every other accusation of sketchiness into question about Rio and the country in general. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's not so bad now. I don't know. So who knows? You don't. Obviously, they have their own there's all these issues going on there and, and all that stuff is really happening. To be honest, I didn't hear too many crazy stories about how long has the Olympics been going on now? Like 12 days, 13 days are at this point. Run of the mill, uh, two weeks. Kidnappings, you know, just standard, standard stuff. But I haven't heard any global crazy shit or anything that was at least national newsworthy. That's been insane with the athletes or people visiting from the U S so yeah. they were so especially the cops because they interviewed him, so they probably knew he was full of shit already. 
And I'm sure when he went to the police, apparently they're all like blacked out. So they probably were pissed off when he yeah, they just left did the that interview. And then that other, who was it? Kurt, Kurt Loader, Jesus Christ. No, it was um, Matt Lauer was interviewing him. Yeah. And he already like had his story fucked up. And Matt Lauer was digging into him. He's like, well, you said that you had a gun pointed at your yeah. head. And you just told me that. It wasn't on your head. They just cocked a gun towards you. So, A, uh, this has been covered on all kinds of podcasts. He's uh, basically a retarded person. And he's, he's not particularly excellent at interviews. At anything. <laughs> Except swimming. swimming. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't blame them for it. Especially when you have such a bad image and you can catch – High-profile people who are super white people, so that's another plus to be lying. And then um, during a time where they have a bad image and then just show that no one's above this, or no one's above our country's laws about false, um, not only testifying, but false yeah. accusations or whatever it's um, a it's a yeah it's a it's a fake account of crime uh incident they yeah lie. they lied to the officer right i mean you can't do that anywhere that's yeah pretty much universally uh frowned upon morally legally etc i mean any big city whether it's rio de janeiro or new york people who live in new york treat new york like a playground but i mean anyone who goes on vacation treats whatever city they're in like a like, oh, there's no fucking rules here. I'm a right. visitor. Exactly. I'm not home. And then that's they times don't a, here. Exactly. There's a that's times a million down for there. the Olympics. Yeah, yeah and down there because everything's like so cheap. So they're probably pissed off. And this was, they're you know they're tired of hearing about this shit for weeks leading up to the Olympics. Yeah. And then one of these, you have these four dickheads lying about it. So, I don't know. I don't blame them. I hope they all go to jail. And yeah, I'm waiting to see the, the video footage from the gas station where they allegedly kicked the door in and whatever. Oh my god, it's probably insane. I'm all about it. So I don't know how you want to wrap this up, Crane. Now you got me on the hummus and ships. Yeah, I think it's about that time. We're gonna. Uh, I think we'll quit by uh, while we're ahead. Episode nine. I think this will be up on iTunes finally. Yeah, fin- uh, apologies for episode two miraculously disappearing into the ether. No, don't. Episode two is a weird episode. Brent, we'll have Brendan on here to okay. we'll collaborate redemption. that story. Get redemption. So I, was, I was very quick to delete that off SoundCloud. So, All right, let's get after it. Everyone, thanks for joining Evan and I on the White Trash White Trash Bash. Oh, yeah. Be good. Have a good weekend. Peace. Out. I'm chilling at the park and I got shot up with a 40. I was there like, oh, my goodness. You heard about my pain before you heard about my glory. I was there like, oh, my goodness. Like, oh, my. Well, mama woke me up for school. She know that I was so tired. I used to look about.